Kiddos, welcome to An Elegant Weapon, episode 38. With you, as always, is Potato Waste. Hi. And Jay, the Jedi Ross. And the weed monger herself. <laughs> Aaron sitting down while I flick my bick. How's everybody doing out there? Hope you kids are all doing well. Uh, it's good to be back. Episode 37 was our pretty much 100% Star Wars episode. Ah, Star Wars, nothing but Star Wars, give me the Star Wars, don't let them end. Joined by a special guest, Supergirl Geek. Yeah. Christy. Did you have to stop and think if you... I did. I stopped for a sec to make sure I got that right. Did I get it right? Yeah. Did I get it right? Yeah, I think so. Christy was kind enough to join us for our Star Wars blitheron of epic proportions. And we talked some serious Star Wars shit. And it was fucking awesome. People enjoyed it. You all had fun times. Mm -hmm. We had fun times. Getting big hits early again. Which made good hit. uh, Good times. Um, The hits are coming quickly. And... uh, you know, I, I have to attribute it to some of the wonderful guests we've had on. Definitely. Because uh, people with a lot of fans, you know, as Justly, we've made some good friends. Uh, Kyle, Christy, you know. These things have, uh, you know, people want to hear these people. People enjoy the tweets enough. People actually, it's also cool when you hear these people on our podcast because a lot of the people we get on our podcast are first timers. We pop a lot of cherries around here, if you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, we've actually were talking the other day how we have to remind ourselves how used to doing this we've gotten. And that some people are, like, nervous and, like, feel like they're being listened to and, like, don't want to say weird shit. Yeah, like the podcast that we, like, recorded that could have been 38. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We didn't give a shit that. (laughs) Yeah. Like. We totally didn't like, think of it. That was phoning it in, right? <laughs> uh, that wasn't us phoning. That was just our comfort level, I think, has gotten to a point that we forget. You yeah. Know? It's as simple as that. Um, we did promise that episode 38 would be Mr. Tim Conroy, A Swim to Birds. Um, we had, as happens in the podcast universe, some audio difficulties. So we have had, had to reschedule, but we've rescheduled for this coming Friday night, which is the 19th of October, mm-hmm. and we'll be hooking up with our Coventry boy again, mm-hmm. and uh, laying it down and probably backing it up, just to make sure everything goes well. Sketch battle started today. The sketch battle. I was going to bring that up. It started today. It did start today. Um, mm-hmm. Now, sketch battle number nine, mm-hmm. it's called. Mm-hmm. Is that just carrying over from old sketch battles? Mm-hmm. All right. Excellent. Yeah, he's not giving still up on our, what he still did. Still our sketch battle. Oh right? yeah, it was always Tim's sketch battle. It still is Tim's sketch battle, and appropriately so. It's his ninth sketch battle, so mm-hmm. absolutely. So go to intercomics.com and check it out. It was a four-panel comic story you had to do this time. Yeah, and you got to uh, you got to vote two different ways now. Uh, one was for art, and one was for story and writing, which is super cool. Yeah, yeah, that's a good idea to split it up like yeah. that for sure. I took a quick look at them. I haven't had a chance to read them yet. It's not anonymous at all. (coughs) No, I saw that. There was a wonderful little bio for each artist. Yeah. And absolutely, like, where where they come from, what they do. And, of course, if you're interested, you want to follow up on that person, right? Makes perfect sense to me. So far, um, 
it seems to be going pretty smoothly. You didn't have an entry in this one. You just... Uh... No, I started working, so... Right. Now I'm kind of hoping there's like a one that I'll hear about a month early. <laughs> well, he just put out... Uh, the Tim has the sketch battle. Follow at sketch battle on Twitter. Oh, wait. Yeah. And... Uh, Was there a schedule? There's no schedule, but he put up a tweet saying, you know, next one's coming soon. We want more people to join or whatever. And yeah, I tweeted were... him and said, keep me posted, you know. Because yeah, yeah. potheads on Twitter don't remember shit. Yeah. But, I mean, if it's a four-panel, fuck, that'll take me forever to get one person to look the same in four different fucking panels. I don't think they'll do that again. They'll probably keep it fresh. But uh, check it out. Sketch Battle, intercomics.com. Go vote now. Two different ways to vote. And yeah, this will be up before the voting's done. Well, we should have yeah. Tim on and his episode up before voting's even done. Well, are they giving it a week this time? Like they gave it's it, giving, it a week this for one's, voting? This one's like 10 days. Like It's going to like okay. next Friday. Okay, well, that's good. That's good. Push it a lot. You know what I mean? Yeah. Other events have gone down, like the final conclusion, other than the consequences, of Avengers vs. X-Men. Avengers vs. X-Men. Ups and downs. Some people liked it. Some people didn't like it. I liked it. Overall, I thought it was definitely worth it. I thought it definitely evened things out. I thought it put the whole universe into a nice, new, forwarded situation. And what better way to do it than something old like the Phoenix, right? So, have you read number 12 yet? Um, nope. I'm probably still on maybe the 5th or 6th comic that came out dealing with AVX after zero. <clears throat> okay, so are you going to so keep So that's up including... With it? Oh yeah, I've got them all. Okay. I've got them all. Except for... No, sorry. Except for Consequences 2 because that came out like right now. So I shouldn't spoil it for you then. Oh no, please don't. Alright, well you gotta... I know Xavier's dead. That's sure the second last one. I'm sure there's tons of other cool stuff. It's uh, It ends really well. Uh, the characters involved and the way they did it, really, really well. Nixon was more... Remember we were talking with Nixon when the first thing started? And uh, we were trying to figure out who might get involved. I hope Quentin Quire might be a little more involved in the whole situation. Right. Which he wasn't, but that's okay. Because none of the school really got too involved. Was the X-Book that Nixon was just in... Was that an AVX book? No, it was X-Men Legacy. Damn it. Yeah, no, it was X-Men Legacy. I can't remember which number right now, but it was X-Men Legacy. Probably the last two, within the last two or three years. Imagine the fucker had got into AVX. Yeah, that'd be pretty hardcore. You know what I found out was cool? I bought the, did I tell you I bought the old AVX for like nine bucks? They had it oh, at, the they, old they had it yeah. at Altered States. Yeah, yeah. People forget that there was an original Avengers vs. X-Men. You're gonna, I think you're going to enjoy how it ended. I enjoyed it. You gotta hurry up and read it so we can talk about it on this. Mm-hmm. Amazing Spider-Man, done. Yeah. Uncanny X-Men, done. Avengers, done. They're all starting and you hear what it's, uh, the Superior Spider-Man. It's going to be the next Spider-Man series. Superior Spider-Man. It's kind of silly, I think. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it sounds right at all. No, it doesn't sound right at all. Superior Spider-Man. Kind of silly, but what can you do? Um, <clears throat> uh, moving on to uh, the other big thing that happened this week was the premiere of The Walking Dead, which I know you're not in on or up on, but... No. Oh. Okay. Zombie Killing Fiesta. This episode was a, a smorgasbord of awesome zombie killing and death. Do you actually like if I if you were to draw a smorgasbord? <laughs> a smorgasbord is like a buffet, what, isn't it? You know, do you know what it looks like? Isn't it? A, isn't isn't the it same a buffet? As, another word for is, buffet is in another language? Is it the same language? as a cornucopia? No, a cornucopia is one of those actual horn things filled with yeah. like harvest vegetables. And, and the other shit. one's just a buffet. And I think I think it's just I don't know smorgasbord. <laughs> it's got to be something German or something, right? Smorgasbord. Yeah. Got you to say it four times. It's now, a, maybe it's just one dish. Maybe it's like a goulash type, like something where it's just a bunch of crap thrown in, and they call it a smorgasbord because it's just a bunch of crap thrown together. I don't know. It sounds like do they throw it in a horn? No, I, I would say a, a cauldron. Yeah. I think it'd be more of a cauldron a type a cauldron pot. dish. <laughs> <It's> a... <laughs> it totally could be. 
You cooked stews and cauldrons back in the day. Yeah, that doesn't sound very cornucopia-ish. I wonder when they started well, calling it a pot. Cauldrons? I don't know. It was zombie killing. It was a cauldron full of zombie killing. Okay? <laughs> yeah. It was a smorgasbord. <laughs> One of the best parts, though... <laughs> I'm watching uh, Talking Dead afterwards, and uh, the guy who wrote this episode, Glenn Mazzieri or whatever, he who wrote the first episode, he said he was sitting home at dinner one night, and he thought to himself, I wonder if there's ever been zombies in riot gear. So right. he called up Nick, Greg Nicotero, who does all the makeup for Walking Dead, right. and uh, asked him, and said, has there ever been zombies done in like riot gear, as far as you know? And he was like... No, but we're gonna. <laughs> and it was in this episode, man. And you know they're 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 getting in this prison and they're killing all these zombies. Mm. And they a few come around the corner and they just they're always just going straight for the head, right? Yeah. So they start hitting these zombies in the heads, but they got helmets on. So they're like bonk. And the zombies just uh, like kind of stumble and keep yeah, coming at them, yeah, and they're like, oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> so they have to figure a way to take out the zombies with nice. the fucking all decked out in fucking nice. SWAT gear, eh? Yeah. How do they do it? Just up the neck. They start going under the helmet. They're like, yeah, yeah. yeah." Nice. Yeah. Your little brain clean out in that helmet. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, one guy, they put one zombie down, and they pull his helmet off, but his face is, like, stuck to it, so it pulls his face off, too. And it's just like a skeleton zombie going, Yeah. Yeah. It's very RoboCop, in a way. But, uh... It was good times, man. They killed a lot of fucking zombies. Like, the whole episode was just zombie kill, zombie kill. And Michonne, the black girl with the dreads who's got the katana blade. Yeah. You get to see her do some serious, nice fucking zombie slicing, man. It's really good. I have a very good friend of mine who presently lives in Vancouver, British Columbia. Her name is Erin. I've known her for 18 years, as it turns out. She is here for the week, and she was over, and we came down to the man cave for dubistic refreshments, and I hit record. Erin is a good friend of mine. She's an artsy girl. Uh, I wouldn't really call her a fan girl. I think as far as fandom goes for her, she's, she's a, a fun girl. She's a yeah, she's a fun girl. But she's a Lord of the Rings fan, big Lord of the Rings, but from the books for years. She's a reader, huge reader. Uh, she's also a photographer. She takes some pretty photos. She's made me look pretty cool in the past. But anyways, she came here, and I hit record, and we had a little chat. So we're going to hit pause. You're going to enjoy and listen to that. Aaron is one of my oldest friends. I've known Aaron as we figured out today, for 18 years. Eight years ago, she left my ass and decided to move across the country Seven hour plane ride away. Not seven hours. Seven it, hours with the time difference. <laughs> what, the actual flight's it's like four, six, six and a half? Four hours, dude. What? Four hours. No. Four hours one way, like four and a half, four and three quarters the other way. It took me a lot longer when no, I flew No, it's over. just the time thing. So yesterday, or when I flew, I left at 12.30. I arrived at 8 o'clock. Okay. Why did it feel so long? I was on that plane <laughs> longer than four, four and a half hours. Did the ride there feel longer feel like than the day. ride back? No. The flight home felt longer. I think that felt shorter. Felt shorter. Yeah. Huh. The flight there took longer. It's probably because you left early and you got in early. You only, like, there's only a two hour time difference when you get there. You Mind you, I've only ever been on a plane for no more than two, two and a half hours in the past. No, you went to Scotland. That must have taken you at least <clears> seven hours. Was that before hours. before Vancouver? Yeah, yeah, it was. That was your seven hour That flight. was a long fucking flight. That's not long flight. Talk about 13 hours. What was that? Like 13, Singapore? No, no. 13 was Morocco. Okay. 11, Amsterdam. Wow. Yeah, but that's from Vancouver. That wouldn't be the same here. No, not at all. Yeah. So when you fly from Vancouver to Europe, you cross all of Canada first? No, you go over the pole. No, you pole. go the other way. You really? You, you go, go right over, over the, the pole. pole. Yeah. So here to England or Scotland is seven hours, but Vancouver <coughs> to England is ten. Wow. Yeah. So you, like, drop an hour or two. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. 
you know, like the axis shifting of the earth. So you're back to visit your sister and your parents and your beautiful little three-year-old niece. <laughs> this is crazy. Aaliyah again? Is it Aaliyah? Isla. Isla. Yeah. Isla. Yeah. Where's that come from? That's a cool name. Isla means island. So it's an I, there's an S in there. It's I-S-L-A. I-S, yeah. People That's try to cute. call her Isla. You know. Isla? Isla. Isla la bonita. Isla Margarita. <laughs> Do you want any of this just marijuana? Just a little bit. Just a little just bit. Just a little bit. A little bit may not mean mean nothing with you being BC based and all. What did you say when you got here? <laughs> when you picked up my bud, you were like, "Is this purple Kush?" Yeah, it <laughs> but, smells like it. it smells like purple. <laughs> <coughs> so it's a dispensary. You you got it out of? No, I get it from a guy who provides to dispensaries. Right. It's all biker weed. Biker Bikers weed. own everything. Sons of Anarchy is running rampant all over everything, people. <laughs> you don't really see them. They run a tight ship. Always good counts, good prices, good weed. Can't mess up. This guy, he's open from like, I think, 2 to 7, Monday to Saturday. So what gangs are, is it the Angels out there running shit? Angels, yeah. Yeah? I think so, pretty sure. But there's other gangs, too. There's the UN. We have the UN. They call it that because they have everybody. doesn't matter what color or creed you are. Oh, really? Yeah, because yeah, most biker gangs aren't like that. They're pretty racist. No, right this here. is not a biker gang. gang. This oh, this is just a this gang. This is just a gang, yeah. And then we have a lot of Asian gangs. Really? Oh, yeah. All the gangs around here are named after where they're from, you know? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm not really into it. And I can't it remember their happened. names right now, but they're all like street names of the areas of the hood and shit. It's been bad yeah. here. Well, this summer wasn't as bad as the last two. Like here in Mississauga? No, Toronto. Like, yeah, like, there ain't no gangs in Mississauga. No. There's some kind of gang wannabes. There may be. There's smackheads. There's smackheads. I'm and sure. there's some dirty people around, yeah. you know. But, you know, i never seen like colors or anything on <laughs> I remember being at the Bread and Honey Festival a long time ago. Streetsville. Yeah, and I think um, there was like a car that drove by. We must have been on acid. No, I wasn't. It what? was it was in between your times. It was when I was at Fraser. Okay. When I was good. When you were good, yeah. yeah I might have when you had to change pack. high schools to be good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was actually talking about that to Greg uh, yesterday. Nice. I'm like, you were my good years. I wasn't. Uh, I got a little chubby. <laughs> I drank a lot of pop, smoked a lot of cigarettes. You did turn around, no? You went serious and like studied and went to school and shit. It's a, you know what? And looking back on it, it's the French immersion. French immersion is not like French immersion. I think screwed me up. Really? Yeah. It's the opposite what you usually hear. You all know? of the hardest courses were in French. Science is hard enough in English. Yeah. Give it to me in French. Fuck. Yeah. So I've just kind of come to this conclusion over the last like decade. Normally, your French immersion is good. I've heard it enough to the point where I wanted to make sure Declan got into French immersion. I di it's different. How can it now? not help to be bilingual? It's different right? now. But the thing is, is everything is in French. I had Mr. Summers was a French drama teacher. Yeah. That was strange. Like, how do you express yourself in a language that's not yours? This is true. Yeah. But that I'm takes not even a whole other thought that. process. Like, eh? Math was in French pretty much. Well, not in high school. In high school, it started being more English. But as soon as I went to an all-English high school, I was like, I loved it. Really? Yeah. Wow. I'm sure taking me out of my... Because your French is good, too, right? My French is okay because of my mother, but... Yeah. It's not like I, I can understand it really well. I can't really speak it that well. My accent's all right. I don't sound like a Quebecer. Sorry, Quebecers. No, you like used you. to clean it up pretty good, yeah. Yeah. You know what I found out? I used to think that Quebec was like dirty French compared to what the French see. Yeah. What the French hear, like if someone from France hears Quebec French, yeah. I always thought it was like slang yeah. and dirty. It's not that case. It's totally different. It's more a case of us... If we were to meet someone and they were speaking like ye old English. Yeah. <laughs> and we're like, we must take the chariots out for the evening down, you know. Yeah, but France the has their own hillbillies. But you know what I mean? Like yeah. that's, I always thought, it's not that it's dirty French. No. It's that it's almost made of more old school French. Yeah. And that's the difference in how it sounds. Quebec is? Because Russell Peters, I heard explain this. Yeah. Quebec's oh. more like, the word in French in Quebec for car is what's the word? Voiture? But it's the same word. Auto? For, 
It's not Lato though. There's another voiture. Voiture. Doesn't that mean chariot? I don't know. I'm pretty sure the word they use instead of Lato, like they would say Lato in French or in France. Lato. Right. Yeah. They probably say Lato. I don't Lato. know if they would say it in France. I really don't know. That's well, this is what this is the way he what was he explaining said, yeah. it. I believe Russell. French hear the Montreal, and Montreal sounds like they're speaking 200 years ago. Right. That's and that's the difference. So it's not that it's dirty and slang, but yeah. there you go. Right, yeah. which I thought was actually pretty cool. I look at Quebec French different now that it's like that. Entering the room, here's your co-host, Potato Waste. <laughs> yeah, where's my transporter? <laughs> oh, we didn't even transport in, man. Jeez, we man. had someone who didn't even on. transport. Hold on, Aaron <laughs> coming all the way. What's going on? That one just came in from Vancouver. <laughs> that one just came in from down the street. Clarkson to Clarkson Transport. Nice. <laughs> it's pretty much site to site. Mm -hmm. That's fantastic. <laughs> we were just talking about yeah. Montreal French and France French. Quebec I think we, French. Montreal Quebec French, French is different. Yeah, I yeah, heard you guys French. talking about slang. What? Montreal's yeah. different than Quebec. Yeah, so what's... you have more French. You have more French people in, in Montreal. You have more North Africans that speak French. You have a lot more countries oh, yeah. that speak actual French living in Montreal. Whereas you go like you go into Quebec. You can't even pretend to like speak French just to be on their level. They just don't accept it. They don't accept it at really? all. Really? Unless you're yeah. a school trip, fuck off. Yeah. Yeah. I remember <laughs> going to like small town driving to PEI because we'd always drive to PEI and we'd have to stop. And just going into like, I think we got lost one day and I go into a store and I'm like, bonjour, avez-vous une carte? I'm like, do you have a fucking map? And they just looked at me like I was shit. And they're like, I don't know. They they pretty pretty much was like, I don't know what you're saying. You don't speak my language. What would they have said? Probably the same thing, but they can tell that I'm not actually French. I don't know. So cares? Oh, yeah. You still learn their fucking French. I know. Quebec French. I don't know. They got it down, man. There's a reason why the stereotypes <laughs> of snobs and stuff come from. Yeah. Them, I guess. They got their ass. Yeah. Like not to offend down. if anybody here happens to be listening from France, but you it's know, happened. I'm good. We've gotten France. I think so. We've had hits from France. Yeah. France is different though than Quebec. But who knows? I mean, we've had hit, we have hits from England, so I mean, people can just go on trips and shit, right? <laughs> this is true. Yeah, a lot Some cheaper than we do. It's always had, it's a generalization, of course. Did I mean, we have ja Japan? We got hit by Japan too. Yep. Somebody in Japan listened to us. Very Somebody nice. in Japan sat their ass down to listen to this. What the shit is that all about, eh? Now they have mutant butterflies. <laughs> what are you talking about? Hmm? Japan. Oh. What do you mean? Japan has mutant butterflies. Fuck off. From where? Fukushima. Oh. It made mutant fucking yeah. What? Is, how are they mutant? Uh, do they have lasers on them? They're just awesome. big. They're big. They're just giant. <laughs> oh my God. You can hear them coming. Flop. Flop. <laughs> <laughs> like we have those stink yeah. beetles though. Do you guys have those things? Yeah, stink but not bugs? as bad as you. But yeah, stink you bugs saw them are in bad. The, in the news. I have thirteen trees that I climb. Bugs. They're coming, yeah. yeah. I think they came from Asia. Someone brought them from Asia, and there's so many. That's what kills all of the shit. They're just moving right up. They eat everything. Really? Asian longhorn beetle, them, emerald ash borer. That's always Asian bugs uh, coming over here. So yeah. it's either Fuck let them shit. live or stink bugs. Yeah, there was also a case of I think it's called a snakefish in one of our lakes. Which is something that was from Asia, and I guess it was a pet, and it was left. Someone just put it in the lake, and it eats everything. And it also, I believe, it comes up on land a little bit and eats stuff well, from land. How could it reproduce though? It didn't reproduce. Okay, good. The same one. Wasn't there? A, did you hear about like some eyeball that fucking washed up? What? Some giant eyeball washed up on the shore. On the shore. What? And they don't know where it came from. Giant eyeball. A human? I don't know. A giant eyeball? Yeah. That's fucking weird. I don't have the time at work now to fucking look at tweets <laughs> and shit. I'm just like, giant eyeballs? What the fuck? <laughs> so you just oh, get the headline. No time yeah. to flip that leg. <laughs> I've been breaking this shit before. <laughs> oh, that's too bad. That's fucking awesome. So I still yeah. want to know how these butterflies are fucking mutant. Though. Yeah, it'd be good to know. Eh? Also, we had a problem with the koi, too. Now we got all these koi in our fresh rivers in Canada, mm -hmm. and they're eating up fucking everything else. Mm -hmm. Tranquility. Like the, and they've the gone <laughs> crazy. <Yeah. laughs> they're eating up tranquility. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. But they've gone crazy, and they're killing everything else. We don't want koi. We want our fucking bass and shit. Yeah. Right? Should we get fucking, let's get salmon tattoos. 
Salmon tattoos? Yeah, totally fucking ugly salmon on their fucking run. <laughs> I fucking like, love Have you seen salmon. those? Have you I seen them out of the water? Are they on their run? salmon? Or yeah. I don't know what, what kind they are. There's one salmon that's real ugly. It looks like they have beaks or something. Well, yeah, when they, go on the, when they go on the salmon run, yeah. like, fucking, they get, like, these crazy underbites and fucking yeah. shit like that. Like, what Is that the only fuck? when they're on their run? Pretty sure. That's, like, the, yeah... They mutate. <laughs> they go yeah. into like this yeah. from so the fucking to know to go back from the wherever. Canadian sport fishing I used to watch while skipping school. Yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty sure they're different species, but I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's not like that one fish that starts off with both of his eyes on the top of his head and then ends up flipping over, and both of his eyes end up on either side of him. Shut up. Yeah. That really happens. Yeah. Wow. I think it's on planet Earth or something or life. You see it. It starts. Wow. It starts off this way, and then yeah, it. I don't know if the fins move too, but the eyes end up on either side of its head. That's do they both go the up. same way when it's going around the body? So it's like always looking off. It evens out. It's got a You just start drooping, drooping down to each side. <laughs> you spend a whole portion of your life in the oh, like mode. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we're My left side's underneath me. Uh, what the fuck? It's kind of like how. Uh, Fucking pigs. If a pig escapes a farm and goes feral, or feral, and fucking, yeah. it what turns happened? into a boar. What? Yeah, yeah within like, it was, literally within weeks, I it grows hair yeah, and hair, hair it grows today. tusks. It gets crazy. Three weeks. Yeah, within. Th- are you kidding? Yeah, within yeah. Three no. Three weeks. Pigs and boars are the exact same thing, but pigs. The ones with hair and horns. Yeah, the ones we eat. The ones we eat. I heard them. Yeah. I heard them compared to like keeping it almost fetal. Really? What yeah, because it was born, pigs? but it didn't get. It hasn't fucking had to grow. It hasn't at been all. able to mature or whatever. You know what I mean? In its yeah, yeah. Original space or something. It's weird. Yeah. It's weird. But they set free within oh. weeks. They turn into fucking. That's why there's yeah, so many hair, thousands of them. Their hair gets TV shows. Their yeah. hair gets. Their hair gets thicker. They're fucking yeah. They're fucking. Tusks. They get coarser and. Ugh, that's and gross. For me, was discovered after Japan nuclear weeks. There we go. Giant oh, that's crazy. <laughs> What's French for cunt? Uh, I don't know. Do you guys, I, I wish my yeah. mom. I could ask my mom that one. Cunt? Uh, you can't ask your mother that. <laughs> I, I don't like to throw out the C next Tuesday with the moms. She's cool. Then you say, hey, mom, what's French for the C word? Yeah, I could. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> wink, I wink, also LOL. Have, I have a translation <laughs> app here. I wonder if it really? would know it. You should, how can you be French immersion raised I, and not know the French for cunt? Because I don't know a lot of swear words in French. I what know mailed and that's it. What a waste. It. Uh, where, I don't. That's a total waste of immersion right there. Okay, <laughs> Jesus. Should we address the, Radi- uh, dude, radiation week caused dented eyeballs. What? Wow. In, in butterflies? Yeah, dented eyes and stunted wings. What? Oh. So they're smaller. It's they're same. not actually bigger butterflies. They're smaller butterflies. Oh. They're stunted. Yeah, I'm gonna, fi- I'm gonna find sense. a dented-eyed fucking. Yeah. Well, my really cheap translation app says "cunt" in French is "chat." Chat. Chat looks like chat. Chat, but with an extra T and an E. Chat. I'm gonna have to ask her when she comes and gets me. And I'll text. Is that a cat? No, a cat is. Dude, dented eyeballs. No, no te. Oh, dented butterfly eyeballs. But is that really noticeable to like the human eye? I know it's a mutation. No, but still, that's fucked up. That for that <laughs> butterfly, that's yeah. fucked up. Well, yeah, no, the butterfly's fifty feet long. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> Uh, go to dented uh, eyeballs first. <laughs> okay. So listen, as touted, this was going to be, this is 38, right? Did I start? We're on episode 38. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, we recorded 38 with a uh, much touted guest, Tim Conroy, at Swim to Birds. And just, it's, it's just one of those fucking things that comes along with fucking podcasting. And sometimes your sound doesn't work out. And it just doesn't come across. It stinks. And it stinks. Stinks like a stink bug. And uh, <laughs> freshly smushed on a hot summer day. I am uh, curious about what that would smell like, but only for a moment. So postponement <laughs> has been arranged, but it's going to take place again. New asses will be torn. Things will be spoken of. And uh, yeah, we'll get that shit all together. So our apologies, but you guys know as podcast listeners that shit fucking happens. And we ended up with a fucking Aaron from 
fucking goddamn British Columbia, so that's all right. <laughs> but I just thought we should point that out because people are probably like, "Fuck, you guys wouldn't shut up about fucking Tim. Where's the fucking Tim? Got no fucking Tim for us." Tim is a friend we a made on Twitter. Oh, okay. On Twitter, his Twitter handle is at a swim to birds. Okay. And he is from uh, Coventry. Yeah. In, in uh, England. Oh, okay. Where the specials are from. Okay. And uh, he's an art guy, like artist, comic book, you mm. know. He's also, you know, oh, uh, an outspoken Englishman. Mm. He's not afraid to voice his opinion. Or de- <laughs> defend his he's honor. The he's the best. All right. Yeah. Tim is the best. It doesn't matter if you're. You know, in digital world, like there's a certain you're different. Okay. When you're talking or tweeting or facebooking or statusing. Sure. However slight, there's a it's slight a wall, yeah. thin veil that appears whether you help it or not. Okay. Not fucking Tim. No. <laughs> Tim's the exact same fucking guy, whether he's in front of your face, that he'd say to you on fucking Twitter. So much so that you'll hear him say shit, and you're like, "Did he just write that? Mm-hmm. And does it is it meant to sound how I'm sa- hearing it? Because mm-hmm. it's fucking awesome." <laughs> but uh, he's a very dedicated comic book fan. He's running a sketch new sketch battle thing on this uh, intercomic. So that page. means hey, so that means since uh, since it didn't air, we're the only ones that know what he sounds like. So far, we are. We we are the only ones other than J A is it J A Web, J B Web, J B Web, at J B Web. I just always say J Web, but is uh, this other comic guy who's like near him there in England? Mm-hmm. So he's met him, so he knows what he sounds like. Mm-hmm. We've always read his tweets, wondering, <laughs> trying to read them to our, ourselves in an English accent, right? Oh. But we don't know exactly what he sounds like. But you do know what he sounds we like. We know now. Yeah, you do know now. And what does oh, it sound like? We can't. Well, when you people will hear. Oh, well, no, so no. Surprised. Did he have a good voice? Yeah. A nice British well, accent? it's not so thick that... You can't understand it? Yeah. You don't need, like... But we just weren't sure if it was a lot of Michael Caine. <laughs> it was the sauce of a tangerine. <laughs> or if it was, like, you know, fucking Cockney or whatever the hell, you know? But then I realized after you mentioning how Coventry and the specials mm-hmm. is like they would probably sound like the specials. He's automatically cooler. Well, yeah. <laughs> I gotta go, guys. So sure. uh, hold on, and I thought of that one song where he's like, "Hello, my my name is Terry, and I like and I'm like to go first or whatever." I was like, "Well, he probably sounds like that." All right, we're gonna take a beam out. We're gonna be right back. Um, Aaron, thanks for sitting with us for thank a few you for minutes. Me. Everybody, say thank you, Aaron. Thank you, Aaron. No snuffle up this shit happening. <laughs> no, fuck that fucking... I saw her. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we got triple roundup. Yo, yo! And we're back! From the great state of California. Be the one of the men yes, behind uh, Human Comics. Gabe, it's good to have you here. Thank you, guys. Good to, uh, good to see you, Jay. Good to see you, Sean. Okay, um... Yeah, man. I'm going to flick this Bic again. Now, quickly, quickly, just uh, give us and uh, the listeners here a little insight into uh, why you've come along to say hello. You know, this is a science fiction series. It, the story takes place a couple hundred years into the future where people are getting biomechanical upgrades um, implanted onto their bodies, you know? Yep, nice. Uh, all kinds of crazy stuff, whatever you can think of, wings, gills, you know, x-ray vision, eyes, uh, you know, cerebral mind implants, all kinds of stuff. And um, it's illegal, though, you know, because one, one section of society, very small, uh, like a smaller portion of society is, you know, for this and is doing this. However, the majority of uh, humanity is against this and it's made illegal, you know. So uh, it's kind of like the it's sort of like i guess the drug war you could say today and what's happening you know a lot of like a few people are doing it and it's not necessarily harming some people but however there are those people that take it out of control and then it it just ruins it for the rest of the people that are actually peaceful users um whereas you know in, in this fictional world there are people doing it they're getting you know like all kinds of body implants done most people aren't criminals but a few people are just out of control so are you artist and writer and everything then? You doing it all by yourself or you got no, a team I'm, behind you? I'm not the artist. 
No, no, I'm not the artist. I'm um, the writer, owner, creator, producer, but I'm, I'm not the artist. Ryan Merrill is the artist, and uh, yeah, very talented guy, that guy. Yeah, we were taking a look at the uh, stuff on the De- – it was the Deviant page, right? Yep. Um, yes. Yeah, it looks badass. Um, Ryan Merrill. Is he on Twitter? Oh, yeah. At Ryan yeah, Merrill. Check him out. What's his, uh, what's his Twitter handle? I think there's a few Ryan Merrills, so you'll have to look him up. But uh, it's like a, a he has a like you know an artist um, photo. He's like it's like drawn. It's like a cartoon of him or something. So you okay. can see him that way. You'll find him that way. But he's on there. Check him out. So how did you guys hook up to uh, come up with this? <laughs> Everybody asks that, and it's it's so funny because uh, you can answer it in one word. It's Craigslist. Craigslist. That's how we found each other, and um, awesome. I went through tons of people, you know. Wow. But it was uh, his artwork absolutely stood out to me, and he um, was a find. I immediately hired the guy after after speaking with him. That's awesome. I like when you got a quick, immediate connection, and something just works out that way for you, you know. Mm. So uh, yeah, we um, we spoke a bit ago. Has well, the, has the issue you were talking about? You said in two weeks. I don't think it's been two weeks. Has that come out yet? No, um, it hasn't come out just yet. We're actually going to be debuting right before Comic-Con uh, Long Beach. So if you're in the Long Beach area in California, definitely come by. I have a uh, table over at Artist Galley. Are you kidding? Fuck off. There's a fucking Long Beach Comic-Con? Oh, yeah. There's Comic-Cons for every city all over the place now. Yeah. Absolutely. But I never realized there'd be one as specific as Long Beach. That's fucking awesome. Oh yeah, it's the it's the Long Beach horror yeah, and sci-fi Comic Con. It's like specifically horror and sci-fi. Um, well, not specifically, but you know, it caters to those genres. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, see, uh, Sean and I pretty much in our formative years have grown up on Sublime. Therefore, we have an obvious kind of special attachment in our hearts for Long Beach, a place we'd both like to visit one day. You know what I mean? Yeah, I heard enough about Long Beach. Nice, nice. Yeah, I love Sublime, man. Grew up listening to them, of course. Everybody does around here. So, um, <clears throat> so Long Beach Comic Con. Now, uh, is there like a humancomics.com or like a main place? Can people get the book yes. on, online yes, or order it? Um, yeah, my domain is www.humancomics.com, um, all one word, and yeah, it's under construction right now. I just hired a new web artist. Her name is Jessie Co- uh, Coast, and yeah, she's pretty She's pretty great. I just hired her, so the site's going to be under construction for the next few days. But once she's done, everybody will be able to buy the digital comic from my webpage and also order um, directly from me. So I can, I'll just ship out hard copies to everybody. And we're actually thinking about doing a limited edition run where we might even do the inside artwork on like gold leaf paper so it's like yeah yeah but that'll be expensive that'll be like very limited that sounds like a kickstarter probably less than a hundred made and we'll have to charge like a hundred for those but hard copies are going to be generally i mean prices to be determined still as we're just still finishing the manufacturing and all the artwork but um it'll be close to around fifteen dollars it'll definitely be under twenty that's not bad at all. That's not bad at all. That's exciting. It's uh, it's great that you're gonna have the digital option too. <clears throat> a lot yeah. of people. Yeah. So, I'm finding there's so many comic readers out there who are reading so many more comics than they would have because they have this digital option now. You know, yeah. rather than have to go it's out. Way to keep stuff out there, and it's like so inexpensive and it's just easier on everybody you don't have to wait for you know you don't have to wait for it to show up at your doorstep if you're ordering from a small indie company like me you don't have to go to uh you know down to this comic book store fight the traffic and if you're living in a big city like i do to get down to your local comic book shop i have to fight the traffic every day just to go and read some comics so it's nice to have digital comics absolutely you know, it's um, start hucking comics. Yeah, exactly. well, there's so much. There's been an explosion of awesome, awesome like uh, creator-made comics going on lately. Like, uh, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like all that uh, that gold leaf stuff sounded like a Kickstarter. Like, yeah, maybe prize, once the you know book I mean? comes out, and like then, you got uh, a Kickstarter going for it. We already funded. Nice, nice, well done. Yeah. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, it was hard. It took a lot of work, but we got it funded. 
Excellent. That's cool. That's like uh, Anthony Bachman, uh, the Next Element podcast friend of ours. He uh, he just got the gig. He's going to be the colorist on uh, a book called Geek that's coming out. And uh, this book is by uh, Matt Cohen, who's one of Kevin Smith's boys, does a lot of his uh, techie stuff for him. Okay. And uh, yeah, they kind of had, they went through a little few people, basically went through Twitter and our buddy Anthony, he sent in some work he did and tried coloring their stuff. And now this thing's coming out and their Kickstarter just got funded. So it's just awesome that people can just do it for themselves now, you know? It's yeah. the same nice. thing with the yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You don't have to go through a big, huge publishing company. It's nice, and there's a lot of perks if you can manage that, but it's not necessary, and that's what I love about our comic book. It's a two-man job. It's me, and it's Ryan, and there's nobody else, and we're doing great. Yeah, it's a simple partnership, 50-50, you know? It's yeah, good. and if you're you know more talented than me or Ryan, you, you can do it all yourself. It can be a one-man job, and there are guys out there that are doing that too, and that's awesome. <clears throat> that's That's just crazy, though, to me. But, you're, yeah, if you can do that well, you're you're on another level. Yeah, you're just <laughs> you're a dedicated individual when that shit goes down. So you've been into comics all your life, or when did it start for you? Oh yeah, I've always loved comic books. Um, you know, I never really got big into the scene though, like going to comic book conventions and stuff until really recently. And you know, now that I've but I've always been a screenwriter, so that's kind of what's driven me into this comic. Uh, comic book world in the comic book scene you know i'd never gone to a comic book convention until just this year oh really uh, yeah yeah i'm you know ashamed to say it. i just never i just no never don't be ashamed you know what took me or something i don't know people say that <laughs> i hear that a lot when people like recently have just hit their first con or something but if i could take back the feeling i got the very first time i ever went to a comic book convention I would trade all the ones I've been to since for that feeling of holy fuck again. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, my first one was over at Kamikaze, Stan Lee's event this year. Oh, shut up. You made that, eh? Yeah, it was great. It was was great. I hear uh, that's pretty much it. Like, it went off with such, like, no hitch at all that it might actually become, like, the Los Angeles Comic-Con from now on, eh? I heard it was kind of terrible. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, What'd you so hear? What'd you hear? That's yeah. what I was, that was like, that was a, what, like, who was that? Uh, ter- I don't know. Terrible, terrible article. Uh, Bleeding Cool. Bleeding Cool did yeah. a terrible article on it? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't read that. All I actually heard from people, yeah. actually, I heard from people who were there <laughs> on Twitter just saying, yeah, yeah. it was great, had a good yeah. time, so. No, I, this is, I had a good time. I went alone, um, you know, uh, it was actually really fun. I just walked around and met people there and it's, you know, a Marvel dominated event, of course, cause it's Stan Lee's. I got to see Stan Lee there though. I was like right up close to him and he's actually doing well in 91 or 92 now. Yeah. yeah he's, he's badass, man. Yeah, yeah. He just had like that little corner that he was like pimping, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, this year. he's in to see a guy, a 90 year old man standing in a room <clears throat> with how many crazy fan crazed fan Thousands. kids all around yeah. him like there was one part of like fan that, expo this super... year they did uh at the marvel booth they did a cake they had a big cake for uh spider-man's 50th birthday so <laughs> they bring stan lee out to like cut the cake and blow the candle and all this shit and he was like rock star swarmed it was oh, like, yeah. yeah like he had a like had to have a circle of like six guys around him just for him to go down the aisles it was fucking crazy yeah, it was just like that there, too. I mean, it was a cool... I, I thought it was a cool event. The only thing that kind of sucked was the, the line at the beginning. I think they had some kinks to work out because this is only their second year of doing it. Um, but, yeah, they were understaffed at the entry, so they there, there were lines getting backed up. But once you got in, it was pretty fun. Uh, like I said, there weren't a lot of options as far as, like, Image and DC booths a lot. There were a lot of independent artists there, but... Booths were pretty dominated by by Marvel and stuff. I would say yeah, and, that'd be um, weird, actually. Yeah, what was that? it'd be that'd be kind of weird because I didn't think of it till you brought up the point now and said like, yeah, it's a Stanley event. Yeah. Meaning it's going to be Marvel heavy. Yeah, and yeah. DC had to have no presence because DC has just as big a presence as anyone I've ever went to as Marvel does, if not bigger. Oh yeah, DC yeah. goes fucking all out. Yeah. So, who knows? Yeah, yeah, yeah DC was good there. Very much DC there. Oh. But it was fun. And then they had, like, a zombie playland event. Like, you could just, like, uh, 
I don't know how to describe it. They had like this like zombie kind of section about playlist. If you go to their website, it explains it more. It's sort of like um like an obstacle course with all yeah. this other stuff in, in yeah. there. It's cool. Yeah, they're doing a you're doing them a lot now. Was it like the thing that zombie the, survival runs? What are these, is he yeah, the yeah. That had the bar. Or was that at Comic? There's Com- been a few of them, man. Was He's that, at uh, that was at Comic Con. The one you're talking about that yeah. had like it was in a stadium, and there were levels, and one of the levels was a bar where yeah. you could just hang out and drink and watch people run from zombies. <laughs> yes, that sounds yeah. awesome. <clears throat> oh, it's yeah. fantastic! What good times that would be. But that was so, all. It would take Comic Con itself to be able to fucking rent out a goddamn arena yeah. just to have a zombie run in you know what I mean <laughs> that'd oh, be great. that's fantastic so what uh, what books do yeah. you read then what are you uh, what are you into well yeah what's on the uh, the list oh man um, I haven't been reading too too much lately let's see been reading a lot let's see comics I've read lately Sweet Tooth I read that lately Jeff Lemire yeah it was pretty good I like it yeah I mean, have you read his Essex County books? His S? No, I haven't. No, I've seen them, but no, I haven't read them yet. Yeah, they're a good read. Cool, I'll check those out. Does he? Does he do the art form too, or does he hire another guy? Uh, he does the art form as well. Cool. Um, let's see. I was checking out Garth Ennis's new stuff on um, Cross. That's kind of that's like crazy. Have you read that yet? No, no, no. Is he still doing uh, Jennifer Blood? Uh, I don't know. I haven't read that yet. Jesus Christ. I don't know half these books you guys are talking That's about. Good. That's dynamite shit. I gotta read more independent books. Seriously, though. It's Frost is uh, crazy. I don't think it is. Who does that? I think it's... Is it an Image comic or is IDW? What? I'm not sure. What? Frost. You know the zombie, the zombie comic. Is that what it is? It's a zombie comic? It's a zombie. Oh, it's violent and gory <laughs> and it's deranged, you know, because have you, you have you read Preacher? No, but I heard of that one. I heard that was a good series. Yeah, that's his That's his series. He wrote that. I read the first, like, six or so. I should try that. Cause Sam oh, Ke- yeah, Sam, did, is that the one that Sam Keith did the first, like, five or six of, or one or two? Or? I think he might have, yeah. That yeah. might have been the Sam Keith shit. Yeah. yeah. I think you did the first couple of those. Because the preacher, there's one preacher I can't remember cover. So there's a there's fucking cover Sam Keith Bing going way back. It's uh, <laughs> Steve Dillon does a lot of the covers, and um, yeah, it's a lot of Steve Dillon. John McCrea gets in there a little bit. That's good times. Huh? Yeah, I gotta read more indie stuff, man. I'm a big two whore. Oh, <laughs> I've been, I've been like superhero crazy since I was. Running around. Yeah, <clears throat> I wasn't. I wasn't until now. Danny has. God what do you What do you guys prefer, DC or Marvel, or do you have a preference, or what's your favorite comics? DC those? for me. <laughs> well, everything, every everything always revolves around Batman when it comes down to it. You know, everything's Batman first, so you kind of just automatically have to say DC because of Batman. Yeah. <clears throat> but if you were to take singularly Batman out of the equation. I prefer Marvel's Ooh. writing, I think. Marvel's got more Ooh. heart, but I do enjoy DC's like fantastical kind of outlook on shit, you know? I think they're both just so very different. I think Marvel does... They've always had that kind of serious, real-to-life approach, you know? They write very in-depth, character-driven stories, and DC's more just about, like, crazy-ass fairy tales and, <laughs> you know, gods among men, you know what I mean? So, What's your favorite uh, your favorite DC comics after Batman? <clears throat> after Batman? Ooh, right now? Yeah. All-Star Western? Yeah, you're a big All-Star Western. I heard the last Jonah Hex, was it number 13? Is Somebody called it one of the best comic books ever written. Really? It might be zero. Anthony. Know. Anthony. Yeah. Anthony Rutgazer, yeah. uh, handsome genius club himself, yeah. he said that Jonah Hex number 13 is the finest, one of the finest comic books ever written. I was like, that's fucking bold, man. Nice. You don't just toss that shit out there. Yeah, I, I believe it, man. It's a fucking good, it's a good story, dude. Actually, um, I like I, I like the Justice League, and I enjoy it since the reboot, especially because of the way you know they're all meeting for the first time and kind of working out the kinks, you know. 
I rarely read reboots. I just, it's hard for me to do. I, I can't do it really. Now that I'm older, especially, it's like tougher for me to like, I can't imagine like the next Superman series that'll come out. And I just don't, you know, I, I, I think I've read as much as I can get out of that character. I need new stuff now. I need to move on. I feel like yeah, that's yeah, absolutely. Like it yeah. doesn't matter who draws it or who writes it. I think the whole yeah, world. Yeah, exactly. I think the whole world, to a certain extent, felt that enough that you know DC knew it. Hence the whole reboot itself. Because even though you can, there, there's an argument to be made that there is a continuity between the old stuff and the new stuff. Who really fucking cares? Get rid of the get rid of the stupid red shorts and do something new and different. Because you're right, you've done everything with that strongman Superman you can do. You really have. Yeah. You know what the fuck else is he gonna just they go fight Jesus? Like, they, what are you gonna you do? Killed him. You brought him back, and now uh, what? Like, yeah. what? <laughs> they could have done a way more hardcore fucking reboot than what they did with the new Fifty Two. It's, it's crazy. Well, no, like, it, I, it also I, gave him an excuse to come out with new characters and new books. It gave us Night of the Owls, man. Oh, yeah. It gave us fucking a unified Batman family yeah. of all the Robins getting their asses kicked together uh, by Dean. I still D. haven't read uh, Talon Zero yet, have you? Yes, Talon Zero is good. Yeah. Yes, Talon Zero is good. Yeah, I, remember, it's, I it's, remember when the artist like first got on Twitter, he had like five followers. It was awesome. Really? Yeah. Well, he, uh, <laughs> he did good because that book is an example of a new character that they've been able to come out now yeah and i who knows what they're gonna do with it i don't know where they're gonna take this fucking yeah. guy i like right? the trashing titles quickly kind of thing the what that the well dc seems to like trash titles quickly since the new 52 started like there's like really, yeah like not even new ones out yet and they're already talking about ones leaving well look at marvel marvel's like Blue beetles getting cut now right marvel's not reboot reboot that yeah, they're yeah. just doing now marvel now you yeah. know it's like don't try and call it something else call it it is what it is you know yeah. uncanny avengers yeah. come on please <laughs> like i love the book i thought it was great but you're flat out just changing shit when you do that you know yeah. I used to be into a lot when I was younger. I was actually I've actually kind of gone backwards cuz when I was younger, it was mainly independent comics I read or at least different stuff. Like I was huge into yeah. Sandman. When Sandman yeah. came out and it was like fresh and new and it was yeah, like Sandman, that's what oh, Sandman did. was. That's sick. what Sandman did. Yeah, Death that's, and Shit, man. Neil Neil Gaiman, what's Neil Gaiman doing these days? Is he doing? Is he working on something now? He's working on yeah. a few things, yeah. man. He yeah. uh, he's doing more Doctor Who. Someone, someone, I think someone tweeted doing something with him. He's also something doing more Sandman. Wasn't that a big announcement that just happened? Yeah, he's gonna do more Sandman. I think. Really? Yeah, nice. I'm pretty sure that uh, yeah that happened. Really? Yeah, but he's he's doing more children. He the guy's so prolific, man. He does a bunch of shit you never even hear about because he just. He sells it cheap, develops it cheap, sends it out, and you got to be a gaming fan to find a lot of it. You know, <laughs> yes, it, but, dude's just dictating the place. shit off. Yeah, a lot of people still don't quite realize. You know, Sandman's kind of his biggest thing, and then you, you know, <laughs> Stardust came and went. People like before, it, like right after it left, were like, "What? That was a Neil Gaiman story? Oh, maybe I should have saw that movie because that movie was pretty fucking cool." You know, what movie? Stardust. Did not see it. It's uh, it's it's a it's got like Robert De Niro as like a space pirate sea captain <laughs> type. Thing. It's basically a story Gaiman wrote about a star that falls to Earth. Yeah. But Earth is a weird Earth. Yeah. And this guy has you know falls in love with the girl who's a star and has to help the star get back to space. And they, think, they yeah, go on these yeah, weird yeah, adventures. Yeah, 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 it's almost yeah, yeah. a very Terry yeah. Gilliam type yeah. looking movie. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, and it's pretty cool, man. And and uh, even like Coraline, who's Neil the, Gaiman who's wrote the star? Coraline. Who's the star? It's a good movie. The star is some girl like that you don't know, like a like a newcomer, you know. Who the fuck's the star? What do you mean? Who's the star? What's the name oh the star star. Um, I don't remember you the keep, name. You just the name. keep fucking babbling there. I don't remember the Mr. name of the star, but it was a cool Stardust. movie. And, uh, yeah, man. And The Crow. The Crow was... A, I remember when The Crow came out. Oh, yeah, that was crow. huge. That was like, was what that is 91? this? That was changing shit, man. Where are you going with The Crow? 
uh, we were just I'm just talking about the comics I used to read back in the day I wasn't oh, into yeah. like Marvel and DC as much back then and if any stuff no, I was all my was indie like, shit all my indie shit came from when I was younger now I'm reading fucking DC and Marvel yeah like, like we remember the first run of the Ninja Turtles you know Dude, I loved the Ninja Turtles. I was such a Ninja Turtles fan growing up. That was a huge influence on my life. Oh, when that book first came out, it was like, what is this? It was so different to anything else that was going on at the time, and it was so awesome. It was black and white. 2007? And then mm-hmm. uh, the only cover they did, remember, they all had red bandanas. Who? Yeah. The Ninja yeah. Turtles originally, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't think it was until the cartoon that they actually gave them each, like, colors and made them, like, you know. It's funny, work. like, you read, I read about, the, um, you know, the new he's book. been layered in it. I didn't know until years and years later that that was a parody. It was a comic book parody that they, they created that story upon. Oh, yeah. They thought it was just a big freaking joke. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> and he goes on to be this monstrous hit throughout you know the entire world. Kids like loving the Ninja Turtles. It's hilarious, and to them it was just a joke. Yeah, and you know it's it's weird that the comic book they drew, even meaning it as a joke, was much more dark and serious, and you know, yeah. interesting. And then it was this you know no one really knew unless you were like at your comic book shop all the time, but. Yeah, then that cartoon hit, and boom, everything changed. It became like mega huge, and then the movie. Yeah, they they re, they recropped it to you know fit the younger, um, you know the younger audience group, and it it just took everybody grew up with it over the years, and I just remember the the toys exploding over Christmas time, like everybody had to get a, a toy. Every boy in my class, yeah. You know? Yeah, to get the, the some kind of Ninja Turtle toy so that you could play with them in recess. <laughs> Absolutely. Those were good times. Yeah. yeah, Mega Toys. Actually, I was listening to a podcast today. Uh, it's called Open Your Toys. Uh, it's with Slick McFavorite and his wife, Mrs. McFavorite. And they do a podcast. They're big toy geeks and toy collectors. and Love the names. Toy hyster- historians. Yeah, they're, they're pretty good. Check them out. Uh, at Slick McFavorite, at Mrs. McFavorite on Twitter. But yeah, it's... Uh, OpenYourToys.com. Listen to this podcast. It's good times. But then they got to talking about one of the holy grails of toys. And it was the flag. The G.I. Joe aircraft carrier. That came out in the 80s. And this was one toy. Like, you know how a toy would come out at Christmas in the 80s and kids would be like, every kid would want that toy. Most kids got that toy if it was reasonable. But then once in a while, something like the flag would come out. And not many kids got it. Like two kids in school maybe yeah, got it. Yeah. This thing was six feet long. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tim never saw this. Yeah. Oh, this thing was. This thing was, this huge. Thing was epic. It you, like yeah. the big like, GI Joe planes. I think I saw it live like twice. Yeah. Oh, I the my you know babysitter I mean? when I was in grade three until I started going to cons. I was in grade three and my babysitter had an older teenage son who collected GI Joe. And his one office room was the whole room was set up like a battle. Yeah. It was badass. And right in the middle of the room, he had a carpet too. Yeah. And the outsides were green on one side, brown on the other, and then it was all blue water in the middle. And right in the middle of this carpet was the flag. Yeah. And it had like four jets on it. You know, like remember the big G.I. Joe jets? Uh, you could fit like four of those yeah, yeah. on this thing. Yeah. It, it was insane. Yeah, like the biggest thing I ever had was the uh Hovercraft and like the the bridge layer. Oh, the bridge layer. Yeah, I remember that shit, man. Yeah, I had that. I was a little older when Ninja Turtles came out the toys, but I was still totally down and yeah. I had them all. I was more playing the video games with the Ninja Turtles than like playing with Ninja Turtles still. Oh, remember the original? Yeah, oh, I love the video games. You know, the like, original the, the Ninja arcade, Turtles the arcade game? one. Yeah, the arcade. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I want that. Yeah, that was fantastic fun, man. It was just like that little like ball handle. Yeah, well, you've been reading the new Turtles, right? Since it came out? Yeah, yeah. And it's been pretty cool? Yeah. I haven't read any. So they all start off right in that, remember? And the new one, they start off red? In the new one, they started off all with, all with red uh, masks. And they still all have red masks? Because, like, I think, like, Raphael was, like, missing. And then once they found Raphael, like, Splinter gave them all, like, different colored masks. Oh, really? Yeah, it was dope. Wow. I'm gonna read that book. That sounds badass. And didn't they change something else? 
like or was Splinter and what was the Splinter backstory or something that was uh, kind of different? Splinter used to be a samurai. Yeah, so the new cartoon kind of went the way of the new comic. Is that what happened? A little bit. Okay, all right, Gabe. Have you seen the new cartoon? No, no, I haven't. Oh, it's Dude, badass. It's, uh, it's, it's at like episode four now, man. Like yeah, it's new Ninja C- Turtles cartoon. Oh, it's, it's CGI, awesome. you know, like Clone Wars. What? Oh, man. Okay, yeah. It's really... Yeah, I'm old. Yeah, I've, been, uh, I've been really stuck on um, Walking Dead. I've just been hooked. Yeah. That's, did you guys see the new premiere? Oh, it was so good. Yeah. It, it was so good. I That was a zombie-killing fest of epic proportions. It was when they took that prison, man. They took it down with like a plan, man. It was fucking cool. It's gonna happen next with these guys, or do you are have you already read the comic? Because I have not finished the comic series. Uh, I'm ashamed to say I've I, actually met Tony dude, more. I've barely, I've barely even started the comics. I haven't read a single one. I have. You've read a bunch of them. I have them digitally, and I haven't read. Oh wait, I, maybe read I read a, four. You read or a pile of them when you were. But in, the uh, show's really different. Like, Herschel loses his leg in this mm-hmm. last one, and in the book, it was, uh, Dale actually lasted longer, and he got his leg cut off. Shane died in, like, the second Shane issue. Shane died quickly, yeah, yeah in yeah. the comic series. But I'm glad, yeah. yeah I I'm glad they great. changed that, though. I think Kirkman did a good job in changing that and drawing out that, that, uh, that drama with Shane. That, that was great. Yeah, yeah, it was really, it was really, we saw him at, uh, Fan Expo. I went to the, uh... The Walking Dead panel, it was with Shane and Norman Reedus, and it was cool, man. It was, you know... What's he like in person? He's, he's like, nice Shane. <laughs> he's, he's like, a regular, you know... He was kind of uncomfortable. You could tell, you know, he doesn't like being in the spotlight kind of thing, even though he's an actor, but, mm. you know, he, he was funny, and he was nice, and, uh... You can tell he's not a geek or a fanboy, so he kind of felt out of place. But he was more than happy to talk and explain and yeah. you know answer questions and shit. So I got the vibe; he was a really cool guy. So, but that was a fun panel. But yeah, yeah that that I can't wait till next week. It's one of those shows you literally you, it ends and you're like, oh, it hurts. You feel like yeah, a physical we, pain. We, I know. It's like I want another. Yeah. Who I do know. we have coming back next year? Have they said anything already? <laughs> what do you mean? What? Like for Fan Expo, like I be- I haven't looked, but I bet you if you go to the Fan Expo site, there something's lined up for next year. Twenty thirteen. I'm planning on going to Fan Expo this next year. Yeah, it's what? in March, right? Yeah. Or where here? Where here? Yeah, yeah, up in Canada, right? You're up in Toronto. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm gonna go. I want to go. Really? I'm what? trying to. I want to do the whole tour next year. I'm gonna do the whole circuit. Oh man, we we will be happy to show you around, you, show you yeah. the city. Good, because yeah, I haven't. Um, I've been to Toronto once, but when I, when I was like a little little kid with my parents, and I was only there like for two days. So yeah, I haven't seen anything. Oh dude, absolutely. You know, we'll got we'll be your personal guides to the con and the city itself. That'd be a blast, man. It's a uh, it's a big one. It's uh, what was it third? What I think it's it's the third biggest right city. No, the third biggest comic con in the world. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Like yeah, because it's uh, San Diego, and then Emerald City, then Toronto, uh, and now over the past few years New York, yeah. and uh, New York is on the heels of Toronto. Now, what about Hong Kong and Tokyo? See, they don't have like comic cons. What they'll have is like manga fests. See, you could be talking out of your ass right now. Kinda, well, no. Just like, preface, with, preface with that. Dude. <laughs> yeah, like, okay, never, I don't know if there's a, a Tokyo Comic Con or not. never been there. They could have all the Max comics I'm looking for. Maybe I was thinking, well, can, remember we looked this shit up, though? And maybe it was North America then. Yeah, that was true. We did look, we did we look it up. We looked this shit up. We did look it up. And it put Toronto at number three. But I mean, it was still dwarfed by Comic Con. It's not like it's. Oh yeah. It was like less than a quarter of what Comic Con actually is. Like Comic Con itself is like eight fan expos. But it's oh. you know. I can't wait for my my goal is to have uh, three episodes done for for Comic Con next summer. That's really what I'm hoping to do, and I know I'll have two done, but I really want to get a third episode done in time for that one. Yeah, absolutely. You can get it in there, man. There's there's time, you know. 
It's tough. Uh, <laughs> this one's taking a lot longer than I expected it to. You know, originally we signed a contract, Ryan and I, for two months, and we signed that before July 1st. So we're almost done. <laughs> I've hardly ever heard of a comic book being done on time. Yeah. You know, yeah. That's, that's a rarity. You can't expect yourself to be an android, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, we're taking our time with it, and we're making sure all the like little details are are perfect so you know we have high expectations and we we feel like we've done the right thing and you know not just rushing it through which we were tempted to do but we haven't good you, you definitely you know you want to put the time that it deserves to go into it right absolutely you can also stare at something for so long that you just go mad yeah <laughs> yeah that's true exactly. too man but you want to make sure everything works too because yeah. like you don't want it to go yeah. out and there be like the silliest thing but, I mean, that you miss that ends up like looks like glaring crazy. At right? the same yeah. time, look look at The Simpsons. What do you mean? Look at where Homer started off and like ended up. You know what I mean? Yeah, this is true too, man. You can I, grow into your shit. I was watching Family Guy the other day and I almost couldn't watch it. It was even like different Meg voice, and I was just yeah. Like, it seems like they're making fun of. <laughs> that be, that, uh, I just can't figure it out okay that's good times well um, yeah it's getting late on the hour up here in the Canada but Gabe it was fantastic to talk to you man um, here we are Gabe Smith writer creator owner human comics uh, thanks so much again for being here and talking about what you do, man. We appreciate it. Yeah, thanks, dude. Hey, anytime, anytime. Have me back anytime. And uh, give a shout-out to Ryan Merrill, my artist, my very incredible, talented artist. Thank you. And to uh, all my Kickstart uh, backers, thank you guys, man. You guys really pushed us through. So uh, Yeah, that's fantastic, man. Soon. Yeah. We're very happy for you. We can't wait to read the book, um, and we will spread the news and love of its arrival. So let us know when it happens, man. Absolutely, dude. You guys have a, a free digital comic coming your way. Oh, nice. yeah. Swag. That's what I like to hear. <laughs> Hook up swag from Cali. Sounds good. All right, everybody. Love one another. We'll talk to you soon. Take it easy. Later. Later. <laughs> Jay was just about to give up. <laughs> I should have known not to give up on you, Anthony. <laughs> I just walked out of the room because the wife called for dinner. What's going on? We thought you might want to just tell them how much you love them and appreciate them as well as we say goodnight to everyone. Indeed. All the listeners are awesome. The fact that anybody listens, especially to our shit, is amazing. Isn't it? The uh, fact that we have listeners, I think, is just freaking awesome. Yeah, it's hilarious. It's incredible. So, uh, yeah, we're just... It's all of the above. All right, man, go have your dinner. We'll talk to you soon. <laughs> Later, you guys. Have a good night. Ah, Star Wars. <laughs> Nothing but Star Wars. Give me the Star Wars. Don't let them in. How about that nutty Star Wars bar? Can you forget all the creatures in there? And hey, Darth Vader in that black and evil mask. Did he scare you as much as he scared me? Ah! Star Wars! Those near in Star Wars! My seventh winner up here! Star Wars!